0: Tribal Trails, Tribal Trails
1: The Son of God
0: welcome to travel trails good to have you join us today we have uh, jeff collette with us from edmonton alberta um you're involved with uh, nyc yes what does that mean so nyc is uh, stands for the native
2: youth conference and uh, it's a conference that's uh, geared towards uh, aboriginal youth uh, from canada around canada what does it do uh our primary purpose is to give the gospel of Christ, uh, to bring the good news to uh to give the good news to the to the youth of uh that attend the conference. I was just wondering uh, why is that important. The Great Commission tells us to go into all the world and uh and uh gives us the Great Commission. So I guess that would be uh the the primary purpose for me in uh answering that question. But uh I think it's it's uh, important because uh you know it uh provides hope and um um yeah it, ho- it provides hope and uh for the kids okay so when did it um uh, uh, start n y c started about in in the early nineteen nineties about twenty eight years ago uh it was started by uh, uh different uh, missions uh, missionaries from different uh, organizations that were Um, uh, involved in uh, aboriginal ministries why why did they do that I guess they probably saw a need there Um, I wasn't there at the beginning there so I couldn't tell you exactly their motivations
0: okay when I think about uh, youth they don't have much uh, to do in the reserves
2: yeah uh, there's very little to do on reserves, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons why some of our young people struggle so much uh, with addictions and uh, different uh, different things. And so it does provide an opportunity for them to get off the reserve and to do something that is uh, fun and uh, different and uh, gives them the opportunity to socialize and to see people who are uh, from a different reserve, but just like them, same types of struggles, but um, same kind of people.
3: So
0: tell me about how you uh, heard about this.
2: Uh, I first heard about NYC when I was attending the First Nations Alliance Church in Edmonton. Um, We were uh, connected um, to the NYC, uh, kind of a community type of, um, of knowledge of the NYC, the Native Youth Conference. And uh, a group of men were asked to uh, help with security uh, that year. And so uh, a group went, and uh, I unfortunately wasn't part of that first year. Uh, but the following year, I started uh, helping out and attending uh, some of the planning committee meetings and uh, hosting that. So that's how you kind of got started. I actually got started at the NYC by um they were needing a workshop speaker. So I, I did a workshop um for them and um and that's how initially I got started. And and uh, that first experience left a real um a real impression on me. And so um I started uh, After that, I started uh, um, attending the planning meetings uh, that they held on a monthly basis, and got involved with the planning committee. And uh, over time, I took over uh, the role of uh, running a canteen uh, at the uh, conference um, where all the uh, proceeds uh, go back to the the, uh, conference itself. So uh that's uh, how I initially got started yeah. So can you tell us uh mm. the layout of what happens there? So essentially um the conference uh, we have a range of kids uh, you know from 13 to 18 19 and uh they come in from all parts of uh Canada um and uh they are we hold the conference at a place called Camp Nackman, which is uh, just northwest of Edmonton. Uh, when the kids get there, they have the opportunity to socialize. There's all kinds of activities and events that go on there. Um, the kids are uh, get the opportunity to go and listen to different workshop speakers uh, speaking on um, different subjects. And then we have a main speaker that comes in and uh, gives a... Uh, a message, uh, you know, to to the to the youth as a whole. Um, the kids get the opportunity to socialize in terms of there's a swimming pool there, uh, there's paintball, there's horseback riding, there's um, you know games in the field there, and um, yeah, graffiti wall. Uh, so there's a lot of activities that they get a chance to be a part of over the weekend. And there's very rarely um, there's something there for every youth. So, um, what age uh, do you? Uh, yes. Our age category is from 13 to 18. Uh, 13 to 19 um, are the ones that we are focused on. Uh, how those? How do they come over there? So most of the most of the kids uh, are are uh, part of groups that come, and the groups are either brought by um, members of the community. Most of the kids will come right from different reserves. Uh, there are, you know, reserves like Saddle Lake, um, uh, uh and others. And so there's generally either a missionary there or a church um, youth leader. Um, or a member of the community uh, who will bring the kids as uh, um, as a group. And uh, that's generally how they come. Mm. So uh, what's the, you know, like, uh, is there a lot of them? Yeah, uh, I mean, we've had upwards of uh, 300 youth attend uh, over the weekend. Uh, the numbers always vary depending on year and things like that. And so uh, it's a really great weekend with a lot of uh, youth that come and uh, you just see so much uh, uh, fun and joy in these kids when uh, you see them uh, interacting at the
0: conference there. Your uh, first environment was uh, to uh, speak at a workshop. Yes. Th- can you uh, elaborate
2: on that? So the workshop was called Default in Design, which is based on the two primary worldviews that, um, that, that are in the world today. Uh, evolution being uh, the one that is the default worldview that most uh, youth and teenagers are being um, um, told is, what, uh, is how we have uh, come to be. And of course, uh, design being that we were created by God and that we're not an accident. Why is that important? Uh, it's important because um, our our uh, relationship with Christ and, and our worldview uh, tells us that uh, God has a plan for us, which gives us uh, hope and, uh, and uh, gives us purpose in the way that we live our lives. And so... Um, uh, what we believe uh, will, helps us to shape the way we live our lives
0: and ultimately uh, our eternal destiny. So you guys have different topics like that to uh, present?
2: Yeah, so every year we come up with a different theme. Uh, we try and base it on, on scripture um, and, and we have different workshops that, uh, that stem from that main theme. And so the our main speaker will generally speak directly on that main theme, and then topics arising out of that theme, the workshop speakers will will
0: um, will tackle so yeah, what have you seen about the uh, NYC i see
2: um, I see a lot of youth who are getting the opportunity to be. Uh, themselves, and to be um uh, to act their age uh to have fun to have the burden of their life sort of lifted off of them for a time and uh, for the weekend uh I remember when I was that age, having a lot of responsibilities, you know and caring for nephews and nieces and family members. And uh, and I think that's probably the same for a lot of these youth. They just get to be 13, 14, 15, and just uh, enjoy themselves and have fun and smile and laugh and uh, be uh, a little bit carefree. So I see a lot, of, um, a lot of youth having fun and in a good, safe way. And uh, it gives me a lot of joy. How has that affected you? It's encouraged me. Uh, I uh, it it really um, encourages me to continue on to uh, help and support this conference uh, because I get to see things like that. That uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, difficult things that go on in our world, and especially on in the in the Aboriginal communities. And uh, when you see something uh, good. And wholesome and fun, it really does give you a joy and energy to try to um, you know continue that so it's it 's really uh, strengthened my
0: uh, desire to to be involved, and that 's how it 's affected me. Has it affect your family and your uh, relationship your uh, relatives?
2: Yeah, um, so initially, I was the first one to be involved with it well outside of the first year of volunteering when when my my family went and volunteered um it it really ha i've really helped to draw in uh, my family members including my own two sons um who who now attend and help uh who, who have attended uh the nyc uh since they uh 13 and who uh, my older son now uh, volunteers and helps me to run the canteen and uh, and volunteers in other ways so uh, my own two boys and myself are very involved in the nyc we have uh, we hold the planning meetings at my house and my boys are involved in that way Uh, my brothers and my nephew and uh, his family are uh, also involved in both the planning of the conference and volunteering in um, at the actual conference in in uh, selling stuff for the the canteen the merchandise like the hoodies and uh, security and uh any, w- any other uh required um, ways um, yeah, so my family's very involved
0: mm-hmm. so <clears throat> what would you say to uh a person that is, wants to influence their uh, young people.
2: My uh, default method of influence is to setting a good example. Um, I think that uh, that's the our youth, and I remember my own uh, teenage years, uh, really understand hypocrisy, and so it's important that you know um the example that we set for for our youth in our everyday life in our integrity and our honesty and our authenticity uh, i would say that would be the best way to have an impact a long-term impact on um, any youth that they want to um
0: to influence in in your um purpose and, and bringing the gospel to them, ha- have they received uh, or, and get the message?
2: Yeah. So um, it's important to us to, to ensure that uh, when the conference is there, that our main speaker gives a clear opportunity for the kids to receive Christ. And uh, some do that well, better than others. Uh, yes, we have seen really uh, strong um uh, response uh and those time uh, at those times when uh when we ask the when the when the speakers ask the kids if they want to have a to start a relationship with christ and so um we see we see really good response from the youth. And it's always dependent upon speaker, of course. Some speakers connect with the youth better than others. Um, Their own testimonies are are a part of that. And so, um, yeah, we we do see really good uh, results in that.
0: So what would you say to a Christian teenager? I I would let them know...
2: how much of an encouragement they are to those of us who have been walking with Christ for a while. Um, A fire continues to burn because you're always adding new logs onto the fire. And uh, you need, of course, those burning embers of, of the old, you know, trustworthy, you know, coals, right? But you also need those new... Logs to come in and, and keep that fire burning and stoked, and so uh, I would just try and um, I'd be an encouragement to them. Uh, I would uh, try and speak encouraging things to them. I would try and let them know that they're uh, they're valued in that uh, to uh, try and just be a role model for them in uh, in the grace of
0: God. So, what would you say to uh, um, a youth that? Don't know about NYC and would like to uh, find out about it.
2: Well, I'd say um, first of all, they're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, they're going to have an opportunity to socialize and to meet new people. Uh, I would say that they're going to um, they're going to get the opportunity to hear some things on on um, on God's love and uh, who He is and and what Scripture um, tells. Um tells us about who we are and who their identity is uh, through christ and um, they're going to get the opportunity to, to be presented uh, the Christian worldview and uh, and hopefully that will provide some answers uh, for some of the questions they may have.
4: What about your teenagers? Would they like to spend a weekend with other youth? Playing, laughing, and learning about God and His wonderful family? Then why not send them to the Native Youth Conference? The conference is held every long weekend in May at Camp Nakaman, near Bisbee, Alberta. Now we know not everyone watching will be able to attend, as it is located northwest of Edmonton. But some of you that are closer could attend. One of the requirements is that there has to be a chaperone, but if you know of others who want to go, then you could go as a group. Here is the info on the screen if you need to get started. If you don't get all of it, you can always give us a call. Jackie Holgate was a speaker at one of these conferences. This will give us an opportunity to hear what the youth are being taught at these meetings.
1: All of us know the prodigal son story, right? About two boys and one of them, the Bible says, decided to take his father's wealth. And he decided to do his own thing. He rebelled against his father. He left the estate and he went into a distant country. And the Bible says when he got there, he squandered his father's wealth. He squandered everything. And what happened was this, the Bible says that there was a great famine in the land. He became so bad, he hired himself out to the people of that country. Literally, he prostituted himself just to eat. He sold himself. Talk about human trafficking. He himself was human trafficking himself, and he laid his life down. He laid his dignity down. Everything he was taught, everything he stood for, everything he believed, he turned it in just so he can eat. Just so he can see another day. And the Bible says as he was there feeding the pigs, he begins to desire to eat their food. So this young man is looking at the the pogs of the pig and he's wanting to eat it. And the Bible says he sat down and he thought to himself and in Luke chapter 15 it says this, he came to himself. He came to his senses. He got up and this is what he says, in father's house there's food. In father's house, there's there's, the hired men have food for tomorrow. He said to himself, you know what? I will go to my father and I will say this. Dad, I sin against you. I sin against heaven. I sin against everything you ever taught me. And he says, hire me as one of your hired servant. I'll just work for you for the rest of my life. I don't even have to belong to the family. I don't even have to be with you guys when you come to dinner. I don't even have to go to the family birthday parties. and I don't even have any association with you. I'll just come and work for you. He's talking to himself. He's walking home. And wouldn't you know it, his father was waiting at the end of his estate. Can I tell you something, young people? Somebody cares about you so that they can put this, event together and they called me and said, Jackie, would you come back and would you talk to our students again? Somebody cares for you. Somebody loves you.
2: The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance.
1: And this is what I heard inside of me. Who am I? Where am I coming from? Where am I going? What's my purpose on this earth in that moment? God spoke to me and said to me, I planned you. I designed you. There's a reason you were born. You were not a mistake. You were not a happenstance. You were not born by chance. God says in Jeremiah, what does he say? I have a plan for you. Not to harm you, but a plan to bless you. A plan that is good for you. I designed you. You see, up to that point, I was living by default. Up to that point, I was just kind of flowing and floundering out there, not knowing where I was going. I kept hitting the wall and kept hitting the wall, and I kept getting upset. I kept getting mad. I kept getting frustrated. But when I stood there on that boulder, God said to me, for there's a design, there's a designer. Look at your shoes. Somebody designed that. Somebody designed those Nikes, those Vans, those, you know... Under armor, sandals, right? Look at the clothes you're wearing. Somebody designed that clothes. Look at your glasses if you wear glasses. Somebody designed, look at your hearing aid if you have a hearing aid. Oh, this is not a bunch of old folks, not just the leaders probably. Right? Huh? See, everything is designed for a purpose. You know what this one guy said to me? He said to me, if you go to a big store like Walmart or Target, you know, when you go to that store, every item on the shelf has a design and a purpose. We just don't put stuff together and put it on the shelf so anybody can. You see, there has to be a reason. If you have a watch, if you have a phone, you know, this is design, right? I have my phone with me. Too bad they won't give me the password for the Wi-Fi as well. Right? You see, everybody in this place, you have been designed by God. To do what? There's one reason we were created, young people. One reason you exist on this earth. Let me just give you this insight real quickly. What did David say? David says, I waited patiently for the Lord. I turned to Him. And what did he do? He cried unto the Lord. And the Lord heard my cry. And look what he says. He inclined unto me. He came to me and he found me and I was in the mud and I was in the mire. I was in a horrible pit. And God came to me and he took me out of the horrible pit. He set my feet upon the rock. He established my goings. And look what he says. He gave me purpose. He gave me a reason to live. He gave me a reason to get up tomorrow morning. You see what your purpose is? You see what your design is, young people? Every one of us in this room were designed to worship God. That's why there's something inside of you aching you. That's why you look up and you look beyond the universe. That's why you think when you're all by yourself, when you're not trying to be cool in front of your, pe- your peers, When you're not trying to impress that girl or that boy, let me tell you something. Every one of us, there's a pain. There's a hurt inside of us. And God says, I can heal you. I can deliver you. I can take you out of that hole. And I can put you on a rock and establish your going as he did for me on that day. Oh, let me tell you, young people. God came to me. He rescued me. He swooped me up. He put His arms around me and He said, my heart is to love you. My heart is not to harm you, to hurt you, to reject you, to abandon you. God came running towards me. Young people, I'm so excited for you tonight of the opportunity that God has given us grace. Can I just tell you tonight... He waited patiently for the Lord. He turned and he heard my cry. He lifted me up out of a slimy pit. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise. Maybe this evening you're here and you say, Hey, preacher, you you want me to believe that? You want me to believe what you're saying? Can I just tell you something? Ever since that day, when I came to the front about, I don't know, I don't know, 10 feet maybe, I stood there and I prayed a simple prayer. The prayer I prayed was, Lord God, come into my heart, save me. Lord God, I pray that you would deliver me. I'm sorry for my sins. Come into my life and change me.
4: What about you? Would you like to receive Jesus into your life? Jackie showed you what to do. Just pray and ask God to forgive you. There is no magic words or actions. Just to simply ask God to change your life. He will help you become a better person and find true peace and purpose. If you would like more information about your decision or would like to know more about the Native Youth Conference, just give us a call. We are so glad you watched us today. We hope you will continue to look for us and follow God.
3: A big part of this, the the reason why I keep coming back is the youth the entire reason we come back, I come back personally, is the youth. And it, it means such a huge thing for them to be here. And I, I just, I love seeing them being so happy and, you know, getting to see each other, hanging out, socializing. That's a huge part. And if it wasn't for the youth, if it wasn't for the kids. We, this wouldn't, none of this would have never happened. And, you know, that's what keeps me coming back is seeing how happy and how much they enjoy it. You know, they come to get to know the Lord as well. And, you know, that's a huge thing. You know, it's, it's, no better way to describe it, but just phenomenal how some of these kids get to know the Lord here and I think that is amazing and fantastic and you know I you know coming each year here has just been a blessing for me in the seven years I've been coming and you know it's it's been fantastic so
4: I've
0: been doing a couple workshops for the past couple years and it's been a great honor to see these young people flourish And um, just to know who Jesus is and to know about God and their future. And yeah, it's been very rewarding. Like today we did um, a workshop on looking ahead and looking into their future and what God has planned for them. And knowing that they have a vision in life and a hope to look forward to. And it's really awesome to, to be that role model to the next generation. And I just really thank God for that. I thank God for NYC. The highlight? Um, probably when we were downstairs listening to the speaker and with the band playing. That's really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like the um, workshops and the sessions. are really, really good, man. They're really, like, inspiring. Really good.